Why, hello there. Welcome back to An Idiot with Idioms. I hope this podcast finds you well. And if this is your first time joining us, then welcome to the podcast where I, the self-proclaimed idiot, Lizzie, learn from native speakers themselves some of the sometimes strangest colloquial sayings in their language. Piece of cake, huh? When you start thinking about it, it rarely makes sense at the best of times in your own language, let alone to foreign learners, such as monkey business. I'm just imagining monkeys dressed in suits. It's all a bit odd. And an earworm? An earworm sounds kind of gross. The list is endless, but hey, let's not beat around the bush any longer. Today we are joined by VK, who is based in the Netherlands. So who better to join us for a Dutch episode of An Idiot with Idioms? Good evening, how are you? Hi, uh, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm really well, thank you. So we are going to be learning a few Dutch idioms from the lovely land of Holland. So Viek here is a friend of mine who I met in Spain because we were both, well, you weren't au pairing at the time, but I was au pairing in Spain, (laughs) but you had been an au pair the year before. Is that right? Yeah, for the same family. Yeah. So would you like to tell the listeners a little bit about who you are? Okay. I'm Vika. I'm Dutch. I'm uh, 23 years old now. I'm studying medicine here. It's kind of boring. I don't have a very exciting life. <laughs> I mean, it's difficult when, uh, you know, the whole coronavirus is not making it easy, especially for you studying medicine, as you yeah. said. But yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, you are fluent in English. So I'm guessing you've been speaking English for a long time. Mm, I think I started learning it when I was 11. Right. right. So it's been like 12 years. Fair enough. To be fair, that's quite sad then because I started learning Spanish when I was about 11 and I'm nowhere near fluent. You have to practice it because my English wasn't that great until I went to Spain and I had to talk it basically non-stop. Oh, really? So you picked up more of your English in Spain? Yeah, well, more confidence and also more how to use it in like a regular setting instead of classroom setting. That's kind of strange though, if you think about it, going to Spain and you learn more English. Yeah. How's your Spanish? Um, not that great right now. Like it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty good when I was there for the first time. And every time I go back, it does improve a little bit. Mm. But I, I can't practice it here. Yeah, I have the same problem. It's, it's annoying, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's sad. But yeah, so <clears throat> do you know any weird English sayings that made you feel a bit like, what on earth does this mean that you can think of? Ooh. Yeah, not that I can think of. It's basically when you hear one for the first time, you're like, what does it mean? Yeah. <laughs> but then once someone explains it, yeah. Yeah, so always that, you hear it first and you're like, what on earth? But then once it's explained, <laughs> it's always better. Yeah, cool. especially when it's like common language and it sort of makes sense in a sentence, but not in a context. Yeah, or is it that kind of like, you just nod and smile and pretend you know what's going on, <laughs> when really <laughs> you always pick it up. Good. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm even like that with English idioms myself. I will, I, d- I think there are just so many that I'll still just be like, aha, uh-huh, I totally know what that means. And then I'll think in my head, I have no idea what that person just said to me, but I'll pretend. <laughs> and then you just hope that your reaction was okay and appropriate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. Oh, goodness. I have definitely had that a few times, actually, where I have maybe given the wrong reaction. 
but hey, it's fine. <laughs> we all learn. Oops. Yeah, we yeah. all learn. So, um, English is complicated. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it shouldn't be for me, I suppose, but... <laughs> okay, so I'm really excited to be learning some Dutch idioms with you, UK, today, um, because I don't really know any Dutch, to be honest. I've visited the country twice, I think. But I've got to say, I didn't pick up much of the language and I now wish I did so that I can impress you. But instead, I guess you can teach me and the listeners some of your sayings. Well, the first one that I have for you is Nu komt de aap uit de mouw? Nu komt uit item nou. <laughs> That's pretty close, actually. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It basically means now comes the monkey out of the sleeve. <laughs> Now comes the monkey out of the sleeve. Yeah. Um, how would you use that in a sentence? <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's basically when something becomes clear or like, you know, when your children are uh, being super sweet or something to their parents and they're like, you want something for me. And then they ask it and they're like, ah, nu komt de aap uit de mouse. It's like, ah, now I know why you're being nice or... Oh, that becomes clear. That's really cool. I like that saying. I'm trying to think. I swear you have something similar. Well, not similar, but a saying for that in English. But I can't think what it is now. But I definitely prefer that one. I can already tell you. I'm gonna love all these Dutch idioms. So now comes the now comes the monkey out of the sleeve. Means oh, it's become clear. You understand now. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. What other idiom do you have in store for us today? Um, wat also for een engeltje over je tong piest? Eh, I'm not gonna try and pronounce that one. I don't think I'll get it. <laughs> no, that's too bad. I was so looking forward to this. Oh, I'm so sorry. I've um, let you down. <laughs> <laughs> no, it means uh, as if an angel pisses over your tongue. As if an angel pisses over your tongue. <laughs> um, yeah. Is that gonna be to do with... Oh, could this mean when someone has lied to you or something, when you trusted someone, but then they've done something bad to you? Oh, no, this one's more positive. It's just that the food tastes great. Oh. If you're, if, yeah, if you're eating something, you're like, oh, this tastes great. And you're like, also for the Engelsie of your tongue beast. <laughs> like an angel <laughs> pissing on your tongue. See, I was expecting it to be negative then i was expecting it to be someone who's like an angel you know doing something that yeah nice. yeah it used to be an, an angel cycling over your tongue but because like it's feast in dutch and this is beast and it was so similar that it just sort of i don't know changed into this <laughs> oh straight wait so which which words are the same sorry well similar pisses and cycling. like the cycling yeah. and the peeing cycling and the peeing sounds similar interesting that's a nice fun fact. What was the word, sorry, for to pee and to cycle? Feast. So feast and then it's to cycle. Feast. Feast. So feast and feast. <laughs> yeah. They are similar. Wow. So that would be, I think that's just good general knowledge to know for anyone visiting Holland or wherever, that um, not to get confused between peeing and cycling. <laughs> yeah, it would make for very awkward conversations yeah, and especially actually because i know this is very typical uh tourist thing to do but you know how we all like going to amsterdam and hiring bikes 
We need to make sure we're asking to be able to cycle, not to pee. Once. Yeah. Yeah, that could be awkward. <laughs> Wouldn't recommend. No. Brilliant. Okay, uh, the next idiom you have for us today? It's iets onder de knie hebben. Onder de knie hebben. How was that? <laughs> it's onder de knie hebben. Onder de knie hebben. I mean, it's, it's sort of recognizable, so that's pretty good. <laughs> Complete gibberish, but as long as it gets across, well, <laughs> you can guess. What yeah. does that mean? Uh, it's like to have something under the knee. To have something under the knee. Right, so when would I be using this in a sentence? It's like when you have mastered something. So maybe you've been, I don't know, studying like playing the piano and then you're like, ah, nu heb ik het onder de knie. And that basically means that you can do it well very well now. Ah, so that's like in the English. I think when you when we say oh, I've got this under my belt, I think I could be lying and making this up, but I think we use that <laughs> <laughs> when we say oh, it's, I've got it under the belt. I can do it now. I am the master of this. Moment. Yeah. To have something under the knee. That's a good one. I like that. And because obviously knees need supporting or oh, they are support i don't know <laughs> yeah i mean it also the belt sort of makes sense it's the same area yeah so to have something under the knee is to be like a master of something to be really good at it awesome yeah so we've got three fantastic idioms there how many more do you have for us this evening vk uh, I looked up six for you. Nice, awesome. What's your fourth one? Um, well, this is more the Dutch and the fish. It's als haringen in een ton zitten. Als haringen die me dom zetten. I don't know why I'm still trying. <laughs> because it sounds fun. It's enjoyable it does. for me. <laughs> I'm glad it is for you. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, to sit like herrings in a barrel. To sit like herrings in a barrel. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing herrings right. Yeah. I haven't used it before in English. <laughs> no, that is right. I think, actually, you know what? This might be a first. I think we have a very similar one in English. I'm guessing that this is... When, <laughs> when <laughs> fish are in a barrel, they're just easy to get, right? Is it about something being easy? <laughs> no. Dang it's it. about, it, like, a bus being very full or... Yeah, I mean, I've mostly heard it in, in, in a bus, oh. but basically when any place is very crowded. Oh, okay. In that case, in English, our equivalent of this would be sardines in a tin. Do you know oh, sardines? Oh, do you actually use that? Yeah. Yeah, So because they're all packed so tightly in the tin. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah, when something's really full, so like sardines in a tin is going to be like to sit like herrings in a barrel. No they way. both make sense they do oh that's amazing <laughs> i like that because yeah that's gonna be easy to remember i mean obviously not the actual dutch saying it i don't think i'm gonna be able to pull that off quite as well but one more time actually what was the translation of it in dutch please as haringen in een ton zitten as haringen in een ton zitten i mean i think it's pretty impressive Thank you, thank you. <laughs> My first ever attempt of Dutch, I would like to add. <laughs> I'm also pretty sure that if you say any of these in English in the, uh, the Netherlands, that they would still understand you. Oh, okay. So We're kind of used to uh, people butchering uh, the language. <laughs> 
Oh no, <laughs> I'm so sorry that I'm probably going to be one of those people butchering the language. <laughs> no, oh. you're doing pretty good. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. I like how my lovely guests on my podcast are always too nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and your fifth idiom. It's met the mond vol tandenstam. Met de mond tandenstam. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, it's really good for someone, like for someone's first attempt at Dutch. That's yeah. I suppose, but I'm only I'm only hearing it and trying to repeat. Whereas if I saw it written down, I don't think I'd have a clue how to <laughs> pronounce it. But anyway, sorry. Please tell us what that one means. It means to stand with a mouth full of teeth. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Would you like to explain the meaning? <laughs> it's to be speechless. To stand with a mouthful of teeth is to be speechless. Yeah. Interesting. Why? I mean, we've all got <laughs> teeth in our mouth anyway, right? Yeah, maybe they have more or something. I don't know. I couldn't find it like, because I was interested in, in where this came from, but I couldn't find it. That's the thing with a lot of videos. I'm always like, where on earth has this come from? And it turns out there is literally no reason whatsoever Someone probably woke up one day and was like, oh, that, that, could, that could be used to say that. Let's just go with that and roll with it. Sounds fun and let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, which makes me think, why don't we just start making up our own idioms, our new brand new <laughs> sayings for our own languages? I mean, we could do anything. The world is so full of possibilities. Yeah. <laughs> and your final one, please. It's an appeltje met iemand te schillen hebben. I love the sound of that, but I'm not <laughs> going to attempt it. <laughs> Can imagine. Um, it's to have a little apple to peel with someone. To, <laughs> to have a little apple to peel with someone. Um, have a little apple to peel with someone. I'm, I'm really trying to guess this, actually, because it sounds like it could either be... It sounds almost like it could be a bit sexual, it's not okay oh it sounds like it could be when you're not getting on well with someone maybe you don't like them yeah that's that's yeah is that going okay. i better guess it's like when you're angry with someone and you like they did something to you and you want to do the same to them or you want like revenge or anything then you have an appeltje met iemand te schillen ah so we want payback i don't know how i could say that aggressively i mean i'm guessing you'd say that a little bit aggressively right yeah, usually. But I can't imagine this being said in like a nice way. <laughs> oh, okay. So if someone were to steal your favourite shoes, would you then say, I have an apple to peel with them? Uh, yeah, but that would be one of the like more kinder situations, I guess, if you know that. Oh, okay. It's also, I think it's an excuse for a fight. Like if you see someone in the streets that you're very angry with and they walk up to them and be like, yo... I have a little apples to peel with you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So a lot more aggressive. Okay, fair enough. We can do that. We can do aggressive, maybe, one day. Hopefully not. I hope I won't <laughs> find myself in this situation, actually, where I need to say this. But it's good to know, if someone says that to me, then I should probably run as fast as I can away from them. If they haven't had Yeah. <laughs> we'll be smart. <laughs> Wow, okay, so let's quickly recap those six again, and I'm going to have to borrow <laughs> your amazing pronunciation, VK, on 
those. So the first one we had, which I think, you know what? It's got to be one of my favourites of today. So now the monkey comes out of the sleeve. Yeah. Nu komt de aap uit de mouw. Nu komt de aap uit de mouw. Oh, I love it. Love it. <laughs> so that was used for when something's becoming clear, right? It explains what's just been happening. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Number two, we had as if an angel pees over your tongue um, when something tastes good, right? Yeah. The Dutch, please. Als er voor een engeltje over je tong piest. Nice. Ah, and this is the one where we need to be careful between piest and feast, because you don't want to be confusing <laughs> peeing with cycling. No, no, two very different actions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just stuck to the English in their case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, number three, to have something under the knee. It's under the knee heaven. To become a master of something. To have it under the belt, we say in English. Uh, number four, we had to sit like herrings in a barrel. Als haringen in een ton zitten. Being like sardines in a tin when something's really full, like a full-up bus, as you said. Number five, to stand with a mouth full of teeth, to be left speechless, right? Met een mond vol tanden staan. And finally, <laughs> when we are angry with someone and want revenge uh, or payback, and as you said, in a more aggressive way, we are going to be saying to have an apple to peel with someone. Yeah, it's an appeltje met iemand te schillen hebben. And there we have it. Six Dutch idioms. There we go. I, I like them. I really enjoyed that, actually. I know I say this after most podcasts that I enjoy them, but I don't know. Something I'm glad. About these. these are very original, I feel. There's actually... Uh, a painting with all kind of Dutch idioms. I mean, they're pretty old. I mean, you don't use most of them anymore, but there's apparently so many that you can make a whole painting out of them. And there's, I think, like a hundred idioms in hidden in there. Really? That's so yeah. cool. Where can you find that? Uh, I don't know the name. I think it's just like Nederlandse spreekwoorden. The painting. Oh, cool. I'll just go and find that out. And it's nice to see the little links that there are with English because... I believe that Dutch and English, they can't be that far off from when we're going back in time to the origins of language. And also, actually, when I was looking up a few fun facts about Dutch, I found a mind-blowing fact for myself that they speak Dutch in Belgium, right? Yeah. Like Flemish is a kind of Dutch. Yeah, they uh, in Belgium they speak two languages, or I think even three, but there's like one major Dutch part and one major French part, yeah. um, and the Dutch is still different. It's like, it's basically the same and we can understand each other perfectly, but it's still very different and it has a very different accent. Right, so you could understand them, but it's still very different. Yeah, like they have some words that you know what they mean, but it's just weird to hear it. I always thought Flemish was its own kind of entity. Didn't really know where it was coming from, but now I know. Now I know. It's got the Dutch influence, so that's really cool. Fantastic. So thank you so much. No problem. And there we have it. Six Dutch idioms there. Aren't they super cool? A massive thank you to VK for sharing those with us and thank you for putting up with my attempt at Dutch. 
Thank you very much for listening. Make sure you follow the podcast on Spotify and why not follow An Idiot with Idioms on Instagram for information on past and upcoming episodes. And you can even find a little idiom quiz there. Or, as always, you can even follow me on Twitter, Lizzie underscore Frisbee. See you next time.